through 2020, people have asked for recommendations for good budget phones. It's perfectly understandable because restricted at home, so many have had to use the smartphone as their one window to the outside world. Kids have actually had to attend school classes on the phone because they cannot afford laptops and tablets. And adults have had to search for work and generally everyone has had to stay entertained and happy with their smartphones as much as they can. So it's any wonder that India's smartphone market has grown a bit during the pandemic. Today I want to talk about a budget phone that is quite easy to recommend. It's Xiaomi's Redmi 9 Power. I'm Mala Bharkov and I welcome you to another edition of Gadget of the Week. For a modest sum of 10,999 rupees, Xiaomi has a phone, the Redmi 9 Power, a part of its Redmi 9 phone series that offers quite a lot of value for money. First of all, it's got a 6000mAh battery. So it can just keep going if you're a regular average user. You can certainly stretch its battery life across two days. And well, even if you want to use it the entire day to make video calls or use it for gaming, um, you should be able to get through the entire day with a lot to spare. So the problem with this phone is the battery is so big that you don't want to charge it every day. And you have to find and fix on a charging routine that you are happy with. So it's a problem of plenty. Despite this huge battery, this phone is remarkably light actually and fairly easy to hold. Well, it's still not for very small hands and it's best not used one-handed either. I think because of its inevitable little bit of weight, it's best to use both hands if you're going to spend hours doing something or the other on this phone. And that's to prevent repetitive stress injury, which I can tell you I've managed to give myself with quite a few phones. But back to this device, it's 6.5 inch phone with a back panel that is made of a plastic. For a moment, I thought that was the case because it's a textured kind of plastic that looks plastic. Unlike some of the phones that use plastic or kind of glossy plastic to mimic glass to such an extent that you often can't tell the difference actually. So this is instead a textured plastic that thankfully doesn't let you see fingerprints and is nice but definitely doesn't look terribly premium or anything. So it's nice, it's not bad and there are some interesting colors. There's a blazing blue that I got to look at. There's also green and red if I'm not mistaken and a more sedate black for those who don't want to draw the eye so much to their device. So the box does have a plastic case with it but actually you don't need one and using one will add that tiny bit of heft to it that you can probably do without. The front is protected by a Gorilla Glass 3 and that's nice that they're telling us what they're using and being upfront about that and that they're using anything at all because at this price point I think many phone makers just don't bother. 
screen is an IPS full HD plus and if you are looking at something that light colored or white you obviously see a little bit of color shift which is part of the way this kind of screen looks it doesn't have those very deep blacks but when you're looking at something with a lot of color it really doesn't look at all bad in fact it definitely doesn't look like a phone worth around 10,000 rupees there's a subtle undulating notch that you have to live with but it's quite forgivable because it's pushed over totally to the side to the top and it's just gentle so it doesn't protrude and become noticeable through your entire time of using the phone that's really nice as well the redmi 9's fingerprint sensor is on the power button on the side one of my favorite positions for a fingerprint sensor because it makes it pretty fast and easy to use so very intuitive you have to anyway touch the power button every now and then so you automatically unlock the phone at the same time this device retains the 3.5 mm jack so that should be nice news for people who use headphones it also has a memory card slot in addition to its sim slots and it has the ir blaster so it has a lot of these extras that people complain about if they find them absent in the box you get a 22 watt charger whereas you actually need an 18 watt one to work with the 6000mAh battery so you have a bit of extra there if you want to look at it that way and finally you have uh, stereo speakers on this device the specs on the redmi 9 power are also not bad and in fact pretty good for this price they are the snapdragon 662 and 4gb of ram and either 64 or 128 GB of ROM. If you choose the 168 GB, you will need to pay a little more. That is 11,999, with just a thousand rupees more. And the phone is running Android 10 out of the box. And on top of that is Xiaomi's own MIUI 12. Now, MIUI is not one of my own favorites, but some people seem to like it. On this device, it is full of preloaded software and lots of very annoying push notifications for you to get this app or that app. It's truly annoying, but it's the price one pays for a budget phone. You can, of course, offload some of these apps, but I feel really sympathetic to anybody who's a novice and who doesn't really know how to offload an app and how to silence it. I've seen a lot of older people really struggle with all these push notifications and something pinging them at all times, and they don't even know how to get rid of notifications, actually. So I do pity them. But of course, that is probably not the target audience for this phone. Coming to the camera, the primary camera is a 48 megapixel but don't go by just the megapixel count i think today's 48 megapixel sensor is akin to the really bad cameras that we had long ago well not really bad actually that's not fair but i mean that the megapixel count doesn't necessarily tell you the whole story in actual fact in good light this main camera does pretty well i found that it's quite accurate with colors and it's not bad indoor 
course, there's a bit of a problem because despite the presence of a night mode, it makes images a little fuzzy if the light is below par. You also have an 8 megapixel ultra wide lens, the compulsory 2 megapixel macro and a 2 megapixel depth sensor. This has become quite a trend these days to add on a number of lenses as selling point on a phone. So I would mostly disregard these. As an entire package, I think this device is quite a good value for money and should really serve somebody well if they're looking for a budget phone during these times. So this is me signing off and I will see you next week with another gadget.